You're listening to The Message from the Hillsborough United Methodist Church, our weekly sermon broadcast available for working around the home, your commute, or wherever God calls you to listen. Disney princesses. We are not always the center of the story. We are not always the good guy. One of the values I think that can, uh, one of the valuable ways that scripture speaks to us is that we begin to see ourselves in the stories in, in the Bible. Encounters with Jesus, encounters with others, Encounters with God's Spirit. We see ourselves in the place of those characters that we read about. Paul and Mary and Thaddeus, if you like the obscure characters. Moses and Miriam. We begin to imagine that we are the ones in those stories. And then in that moment, the Spirit, God can, a Spirit of God can speak to us in new ways. The problem is that we often tend to assume that we are the heroes in the story. And sometimes we should be. Sometimes we should be the ones to whom Christ reaches out. The one whom God calls. But if we read scripture and don't ever see ourselves as Pharaoh, as the one who says, I cannot follow where you lead when Jesus invites Come and follow me. As the ones who stand in the way of the work of God's Spirit. If we're never that person in the story, then we've missed an opportunity for God to speak to us in powerful, life-changing ways. Because if we become so convinced that our life doesn't need to change, because we're always the heroes, we'll never be shaped to who it is that God would like us and calls us to be. I love this story in Mark's Gospel from, uh, of, of Bartimaeus. Jesus has gathered a crowd of followers. They're on their way to Jerusalem. It's not just the apostles and those who've been traveling with Jesus from Galilee. It sounds like as he has traveled this journey, more and more folks have gathered. And I imagine in that crowd there are some who think that they're really interested in what Jesus has to say, but really just enjoy the spectacle of this sort of traveling roadshow from Jesus. And there are those who maybe were attracted to the spectacle who actually begin to listen to what Jesus has to say and begin to feel themselves pulled by the vision that he lays out of God's kingdom. And probably in that crowd who are traveling with Jesus, there are a whole lot who aren't really sure what's happening or what's going on or why they're there, but there they are anyway. And as Jesus and his disciples and this crowd of people leave Jericho, there is a man at the side of the road. 
he's blind, which means it's hard for him to find work to provide for himself. The way that he cares for himself is to beg alms from those who pass by, those who are traveling to and from Jericho. But as the crowd passes by, he hears that it's Jesus and the followers that are, he hears the, the noise around, in the noise around them. And he calls out in that moment, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those in the crowd, and maybe the disciples, tell him to shut up. Quit bothering, stop. Now, I don't imagine that those in the crowd told Bartimaeus to be quiet because they were bad people. They were good people. They were kind people. They were people who wanted the best. They just didn't want Jesus to be bothered after all this day of traveling. They had places to be and important work to do. He can't stop every time somebody wants an autograph. And so they hush him up. And he cries out all the more. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And I don't know if you heard it, but there's a moment there that I never noticed in this story from Mark's gospel. Jesus stands still and then says, bring the man here. This crowd that has been following Jesus, I imagine it as this noisy, busy cacophony of people sort of traveling along the road. And then Jesus in the middle of the crowd stops and stands still and says, bring the man here. And then those in the crowd, those disciples and followers of Jesus, those who are hangers on and those who are curious and those who aren't even sure why they're there, then they become avenues of grace. They reach out and they say, take heart, he's called you. And they help him up and he comes to his feet, he throws off his cloak and he goes to Jesus and he's healed then. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well, go and be who you are called to be. Go, live your life. And instead, Bartimaeus follows the crowd along the way to Jerusalem. Where are you in that story? You might be Bartimaeus. You might be the person who cries out in need of God's healing and mercy. All of us in our lives at one point or another, at many points in our lives, need to reach out. We beg for mercy. We need to be healed. One of the things I love about Bartimaeus is he knows what he needs, he knows what he wants, he knows how to get it, and he asks for what he needs. And Jesus looks at him and says, your faith has made you well. So it may be in this story that you are Bartimaeus. Maybe this is a time in your life when you need God's healing and wholeness, when you need to cry out for mercy. You might be in this story, one in the crowd who just watches it all happen, who 
sees all this strange stuff going on, who aren't sure, not sure why you're there or what you're supposed to do, but you see this man who's yelling, you see others who are trying to stop him, you see Jesus suddenly come to a halt and, the, and call the man to him. You might just be a passive observer, but most of us probably don't think of ourselves as just passive observers in life. But maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe you're just at this moment where you're just watching and figuring out what your place is. And maybe you're part of the crowd. Maybe you're one of those who, when Bartimaeus calls out for mercy, tries to stand between him and the healing and wholeness and connection to God that he needs. Maybe you're one who tells him to be quiet and not bother Jesus with his little inconvenient life. I don't like to think that I'm one of those who tells somebody else that they need to leave Jesus alone because Jesus has bigger and better things to do than to care about them or take care of their needs. But there are times in my life when I have been one of those people. When I have said to someone, oh, you don't understand. No, you don't really, you know, probably there's another. No, you don't, don't bug Jesus with this. You don't belong here. Go and get yourself sorted out, but don't bring that to the church. There have been times when I have been that person, not because I think, oh, I don't like that guy. Not because I think of myself as a mean person, but because intentionally or unintentionally, I have ideas about who belongs to Jesus and who belongs on the outside. And that is always sinful. Too often we in the church are those people who say to those who are in need of God's healing and wholeness, don't bug Jesus about this right now. We got more important things to do. Don't you understand? We can, we can take care of this on Tuesdays when we have that event or that ministry or that thing, but not today, not now. We got other, don't you see? How important we are, how busy we are. All the stuff that Jesus needs to be doing besides dealing with your drama and stuff. I keep pointing at Charlie, which is not really fair. I don't mean to be pointing. He just happens to be sitting over there. He's just downhill. He's just, yeah. He, <laughs> Too often we are in the church are the ones who keep people from coming to Jesus rather than being the ones who say, take heart, he's called you. Where are you in this story? Can you find yourself in this story today? I'm so struck by that moment when Jesus just stops and stands still and that Mark needed to write that into the story. Mark's gospel is the sort of sparest of all of the four gospels in terms of detail and information. It's this sort of very bare-bones retelling of the Jesus journey. So what is it about that moment that Mark wants us to hear? That Jesus stops in the middle of the noise and the busyness and all of the movement around him and he stands 
still. Maybe. Maybe Mark hopes that we, in that moment, recognize a call for our own lives. To heed the words of the psalmist, be still and know that I am God. Maybe it's only in moments when we can just be still for a moment. Not just physically still, but let our souls be settled and still in a moment. That we can begin to hear the voice of God. We so often busy ourselves and fill every moment with activity and work and distraction that we have a hard time hearing the voice of God. Being still and quiet is not just for introverts. It is for all of us, in the same way that singing praise and thanksgiving, in the same way of lifting joyful noise to God, is for not just the extroverts, but for all of us. Being still and quiet in the presence of God allows us to hear the Spirit speak. Where are you in this story of Bartimaeus? Can you let your soul be still and to hear God's word speak to you this day? God is around us, within us, every moment of every day of our lives. And we are invited in each and every moment to live with that stillness at the center of our lives. Even in the midst of the busyness around us, there is that point at which we are deeply, profoundly connected to God, the creator of all that is. And the work of our lives is to begin to continually, continually listen deeply in the silence and in the stillness to who it is that God calls us to be. To be shaped by God's ancient story and to be made ever new in God's continually restoring and healing work in our lives and in the world around us. And it begins by listening in silence and stillness so that we can be who God calls us to be, that we can find ourselves to be the beloved children of God that we are. And that, my friends, is the good news. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Hillsborough United Methodist Church. Our senior pastor is Clay Andrew. Our pastor for Las Naciones Hispanic Ministries is Jorge Rodriguez. Our media ministers are Kevin Proctor, Janica Stewart, Perry Hume, Al Dietrich, Christy Proctor, and Dave Rose. Presently, our live stream of services are available at 10 a.m. on the Hillsborough United Methodist Church YouTube page. You can find out more, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube at hillsboroughumc.org. Thank you.